Welcome everyone. We are here at the Elevate Conference. We are actually in the Sesh Park today. I'm very happy to have two individuals that are part of the You Feel You team. And uh, we're going to be sitting down experiencing the initial information of their product and then just chatting cannabis, which we've been doing for the last three days. So might as well spend another hour or so doing it with you all. Absolutely. So welcome for hopping on. I'll give you an opportunity to introduce yourself and how you got involved in the industry and the company you're working with. Sweet. Um, yeah, no, my name's um, Samir. I'm uh, one of the co-founders of You Feel You. Um, what we do is we, uh, we're actually Canada's first broad-spectrum CBD oils. So um, all our products are, are wellness-focused, um, involve CBD minor cannabinoids, but the foundation of all of our products, um, they're THC-free, but we're getting to THC-free without using uh, what all our competitors are using, which is CBD isolates. And uh, that, that, you lose a lot of the whole properties of the plant when you isolate, right? So if you can bring along some of those, it could actually drive the experience further for consumers. It's just, it's just higher quality, right? So um, yeah, we, we, we have a CBD, CBG oil, our calm drops, a CBD, CBN oil, our rest drops. Uh, we're just launching into OCS next week. Our CBD, CBC oil, um, that's the relief drops. We're pretty excited. We're, uh, I think we're going to be Canada's first CBD, CBC oil that's tea-free. Um, and then in addition to that, we're actually launching a topical as well which is, uh, it's a roll-on based topical. It's 500 milligrams of broad spectrum CBD, 100 milligrams of CBG, and 100 milligrams of CBC. Did you, did you check this out yet? I haven't, okay. I haven't seen this yet. Okay, Cause I, you tried the relief oh. drops, but yeah. So it's just, it's just six ingredients. It's a very simple formulation. Uh, cocoa butter, beeswax. Uh, you got menthol and camphor there that gives that icy hot. And then uh, we round it yes. out and make it more approachable with lemongrass essential oil and lemon eucalyptus essential oil. Um, so it's very approachable. Um, it gives that that relief people are looking for in a pain uh, style cream, but it's also um, very approachable in scent. And yeah, you don't have to feel like you're walking around like smelling like Tiger Bomb, you know? Yeah, that, that's very <laughs> nice. And for something that's a different, like aroma and an overall different experience, it's really nice. And it's funny because just a little bit earlier, I actually had this RHO Fido because it has the clove oil in it. So yeah, it has yeah. a different aroma, it has that different offering. So there's an appeal for products like this. 100%. And I'm actually really interested to learn more about that because nice. I use topicals so heavily for my back based pain that it's. So you use THC based topicals, right? That's, that's THC CBD you, dominant. Okay. Is so there it's, THC in it as well? There's just a very minor. Like it is, we're talking 0 0.1 milligram per gram okay. in here, and then we've got a 5.1 milligram per gram for the CBD. It's gotcha. the clove oil that penetrates deep to give me the nerve based pain and relief. Yes. Like for me, I originally found out <laughs> um, about this. I was roughing hockey, I fell. I slammed my sciatic nerve and I had yeah. a little bit of nerve pain there. Started using this, huge relief. I just spread it up along my back. All of a sudden, the pain was just so much better. So the incorporation of essential oils and utilizing the benefits that those have on yeah. top of cannabinoids, for sure, it changes the game that we're playing with, right? Yeah, 100%. Like the more, the more cannabinoids you can involve into the formulation, um, it just, it's, it's gonna, they, they all work synergistically together and it drives the experience better for the consumer. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay, we'll give you an opportunity to uh, introduce yourself. Yeah. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs>
My name's Alex, uh, Gypsy Tokes on Instagram. I uh, currently am doing the social media for You Feel You, and I also butt-tend occasionally um, in Ottawa on the weekends. Yeah, and then nine to five outside of the industry as well. <laughs> Super busy is what you're saying. Super busy. <coughs> Always time for You Feel You, though. Yeah, Alex, Alex is a hustler, actually. Um, she used to work at one of the stores we were in early on, and uh, like we, we connected uh, when I visited the store, and uh, we ended up grabbing some food as well after. And like I, I even told her right then, I'm like, hey, we're we don't have the budget right now. We're we're still just owner operated. We have no staff, but I'm gonna hire you at some point. And then we just stayed in contact. And yeah, she's a hustler. Oh, it's it's incredibly useful when you have somebody that's passionate about the industry and, and the product. The product works. Free frame. The product free frame. fucking works. I have endo, and it's honestly changed my life. Like, it's the, the, the calm drops are a lifesaver. The the beneficial for reproductive help and overall. GI-based help, so gastrointestinal gut mm-hmm. health, <coughs> oils, CBC, CBD, CBG, THCV, all of these minor cannabinoids that we're just starting to touch on, Yeah, they're going to be a game changer 100%. in all aspects. This baby saved my butt. This like... <laughs> Yesterday and today, like, usually I have to apply a few times throughout the day. This one, I applied it in the morning, like, as soon as Sam showed it to me, basically. (laughs) And then I didn't have to apply until, like, 6 p.m. And I don't know, like, it helped just help me staining throughout the day. I don't know, those minors. I, I would much rather put a topical on four times a day than have to go find somewhere to smoke. Yep. 100%. Well, Especially when I'm out and about and I'm not at home. If I'm at home, I'll smoke all day long <laughs> because it's convenient, it's tasty, and I like it. <laughs> well, that's, that's honestly like a, a huge purpose behind our brand is that like a lot of people use cannabis like with THC, flour, all different categories, edibles, all that. Um, sometimes for like that little bit of relief or for pain, for anxiety, to help sleep. Um, but a lot of people can't take THC during the day. So we need to have solutions for that occasion. And then also, like, new consumers, they might be a little timid and, you know, scared to try THC for the first time. So having, like, not just options, but good options that, you know, curates that really strong first experience for them with cannabis, it can go a really long way. And then, you know, they could evolve into somebody that uses THC and maybe, like, other products and, you know, more advanced one than ours in terms of on the recreational side more. But yeah, we want to be that gateway. Um, I, I, that's, I know that word sound has like a lot of, um, uh, I guess, stigma to it. But like, we want to be a gateway to having um, people have a better relationship with cannabis, right? Well, and there's a large consumer side that doesn't want THC at all. Like they're literally just. Do you see a THC yeah. sticker? Yeah, that's exactly it. They like, they they want the ability to get the relief without any concern. And something like that is a lot easier for me to, okay, I'm just gonna leave this with you. Don't worry about how much you use, there's no THC in it, so <laughs> enjoy. Yeah, I'll come yeah. back and I'll give you something with a little bit of THC next time if this isn't doing exactly what you need it to, because you mm-hmm. might need a little bit of the blend. Some yeah. people do, some people mm-hmm. don't, or like for me, 
joint pain and muscular nerve pain, two completely different reliefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? One's usually due to swelling, another one's usually due is actually due to a nerve impingement. So it's totally different reasons for the relief. Something like that, when it just comes to muscle relaxing and overall bringing down inflammation and just supporting blood flow. For sure. All of those miners do equivalent, if not better, support than THC. For right? sure. And not only that, like, um, like different cannabinoids interact with different receptors and in different ways. So, like, if you have, I, like, that's that's where I, I think there's a lot of confusion. They're like, oh, like, CBD's for uh, inflammation, CBG's for inflammation, CBC's for inflammation. But they, they all have, uh, like, properties that can help with inflammation, but they're working in different ways. Yep. And when you put them all together, it's, it's, uh, there's and synergy there. As much as we don't like to directly correlate with the pharmaceutical companies, I'm going to make a direct correlation when it comes to Tylenol, aspirin, Advil. Like when you get into all of those over-the-counter pain medications, they're all derived from a very similar plant. Yeah. It's just when you go to ASA or aspirin, <coughs> it's going to be an anticoagulant. So it's going to be a little bit easier to make your blood flow through your body. That's why if you're having a heart attack, they say go take ASA or aspirin. Chew it and yeah. swallow it because it's actually a declutter in a yeah. sense. Tylenol is more of a actual anti-fibrotic, um, so it's an anti-fever medication. It works better with temperature. And then when you go to ibuprofen, it works better with muscle-based issues. Yeah, yeah. But you can use each for a headache. You can use each for a muscle. But one does one thing better than the other. Yeah. And they all hit different receptors, so you can take Tylenol at 2 o'clock, Advil at 4 o'clock, and then your Imodium or whatever the alternative is at 6 o'clock, and then start the cycle again over if you need that pain medication because they hit different receptors. And the connection I'm trying to make is CBD, CBG, CBC, THC, all of these have the same interaction. They can work with the receptors that... Are, have a higher affinity, which is a connection or a desire to connect with those molecules. Yep. But if that molecule that it wants, it'll kick the other one off and attach to it. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's, it's crazy that we have those affiliations in every other industry, but it just can't be crossed over. But we can't make comparisons like that. Yeah. You do that in a dispensary, bye-bye. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's like that's one of the toughest parts about like the wellness space is like, like brands like ourselves, like we're we're probably much better suited to like being in a pharmacy. Our sales would probably be a lot higher. Um, but but what we have to do is use the space we have. We have basically like for products like this, you have two channels. You have the medical channel, um, which is shrinking and shrinking all the time, and then you have the recreational channel, which is growing and growing. So like we have a choice of like where do we try to find our purpose and 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 realize our vision. And it just makes sense to go where the, the market is growing on the recreational side, right? Um, that way we can grow and grow and create some more awareness and then drive. I think a lot of our consumers are not in the dispensary yet. And I, I think like things like window coverings coming down, um, it's going to make things more approachable. You're going to see different people coming into the store that haven't quite gone there yet. Like, like I don't think my dad's ever been in a dispensary, right? I'm, I'm not sure. How, like, what about your parents? So my dad hasn't, but I actually did bring my mom to a Spirit Leaf because I started out in Spirit Leaf, and she was amazed. She felt so comfortable when she went in. Um, but, yeah, the scary window coverings, they, they don't know what's inside, and a lot of people don't want to go and 
experienced that yet. So eventually those are going to come down and you're going to have an influx of customers that are curious. And I would go a step further and giving people like that access to growth. <laughs> because could you imagine how many consumers would, well, not consumers, but kind of curious people is the term that was used today, which is a great term. It's a great term for the, 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 the individuals we're talking about. Yeah. The non-consumers, but would be willing to consume if there is education or yeah. experiences for them, right? Yeah. We, speaking of that, we actually did a sign, and it's like CBN, CBD, CBG, Canna Curious, like... Oh, it's Spearly. Yeah, Spearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the was sandwich it? board. That's yeah, exactly the sandwich board. And so many people came in specifically just because they saw the minor cannabinoid, yeah. CBD, that everybody knows. People, like, there's but. more people out there that want to be invited into the dispensary, and it's just not happening right now. Um, and what well, I mean, it's, it's happening more and more, but it's not happening to the extent it could. I would love to see like dispensary tours, like posting on like a Facebook group of a bunch of local ladies that are curious and having that one particular person that they feel comfortable going with to a dispensary. Because yes, once you get in there, you have the bud tenders that are educated. It's just getting those people into the door. Well, and having interactions that aren't bud tender dependent. So it's not a sales interaction. Exactly. Having an advocate, and like and, and, and you're, I think you're on the right step where stores should be looking to potentially have a customer advocate position. You're not. Your job isn't to sell. Your job is to go out, get people in the door, and get people into the door. That's mm -hmm. great. Yeah. And if you can convert two people a day to come into that store and buy a pre-roll. <laughs> how many of them are willing to come back and have the conversation again, right? 100%. Speaking of this, so when I worked at Spirit Leaf, we, uh, we had some, obviously, suppositories that we were sitting on because not everybody's comfortable talking about something like that, but those products are lifesavers. So what I decided to do is I was part of this Ladies Who Lunch Facebook group. There's 16,000 local women I put a post up saying, hey, you know, come in, come talk to me. We have these. I'd love to educate you on them. We actually sold out in two days. Yep. One post. That's crazy. And well, that's something stores sit on forever. Like, Absolutely. And, yeah. like, utilizing someone like Antoinette as a resource to host something like that, hey, this store has the suppositories in stock come here I'll do the exposure to the dispensary because they carry these products yeah and they're hosting these products well let's come in and provide education to not just the consumers but the bud tenders because she can talk on a totally different level when she's there showcasing yeah and the bud tenders can just uptake also it helps when you have somebody that uses products because it gets around the health Canada fact I can talk about my personal experience might not be the same for you, but it helped me, you know. I've had people come back being like, thank you. Like, you I've just got to talk about I've it. I've had very similar experiences because of my physical pain and my mental yes. health stuff. I've been yes. able to make the connections and, and ask a little bit more guided and directed questions to go, okay, are you looking for this or this? And, it, yeah. and I understand what I mean by those two. And if someone's explained their story, I can at least ask a, a directed question. That's sure. getting the exact answer that most people couldn't because it's health. You, well, how's your sleep? Can't really ask that, but I can go, 
is you're affecting your nighttime routine, and they know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because what? Honestly, that's where I think um, like where we need to go as an industry is more using more data, right? So like when we uh, provide our product knowledge uh, sessions to uh, like to stores, we actually we use a lot of data, like. Um, there's this group called Brightfield Group uh, in the States. They survey 10,000 CBD consumers a year. They track their trends, what they're using, what they're interested in, why they're using it. We can use that data because that's data, right? So there's nothing wrong with me saying, hey, in the Brightfield Group's uh, uh, you know, research survey of 10,000 CBD consumers, 52% of them were looking for something to help them with anxiety or sleep pain. Right? Uh, sorry, anxiety or sleep problems, right? So. That's that's where I think data needs to be used a lot more. Well, exactly. And if you can share hard research, nobody and, and all of the dispensaries have the ability to print that off, put it in a nice little file folder, and put it on the counter. Hundred percent. We can go. Oh, you want to learn about There's creative cannabis and sleep? Just yeah. just go and, just go and read that binder. <laughs> You're doing your own research. Yeah. There's creative, there's creative ways, yeah. for sure. Because there's nothing stating we can't have the information available for the consumer to self yeah. educate. 100%. Now, if they ask questions about what's going on in the article, well, we can give them our interpretation of that because we're not talking about a product at that point. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. discussing an article. 100%. Now, is that dancing with the devil a little bit? Yeah. But <laughs> there's enough of a, there's enough separation that you can at least go. I'm not talking about a product. I'm not relating it to a product. They're asking me a question about an article and what I think. Here's what I think. Here's what I took from it. Yeah, you're allowed to have an opinion. Exactly. And yeah. it's and it's that and stuff like that to give level of separation but open conversation. Yeah. Because you can say things that you couldn't normally say when you're talking about hypotheticals, when you're talking about articles, and you're yeah. talking about other people's experiences that are yeah. right in front of you. For sure. I was I was the bane of AJLC's existence <laughs> because I would turn my laptop around and yeah. read right off the laptop with with them in the store. Yeah. And, they're, and they're literally like, you can't say that. I'm like, I'm reading verbatim. <laughs> I can say this. I, I, I could just put scroll all, read. Yeah. It's just going to take me longer. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing awesome. is they're like, uh, that, you're not that's wrong. How we, that's how we get changed, though. It's like we have to just collectively push a little and push a little more and just, gradual. yeah, it's gradual, right? And keep track of how it makes it a difference and how it doesn't cause negative effect. 100%. Right? Host sessions, track the data, show the time and go, no DUIs. We've had no violent issues. Yeah. There was nothing. Oh, look, there's positive outcome in this area after this event. Hmm. I wonder if this could be justification to maybe allow more styles of events. For sure, 100%. Like, like we're not going to get the Wild West with events, but if For we sure. can get... I'd say this is pretty good, what th we got going is, on here. This is better than what we could have imagined yeah, year one. Yeah, this is amazing. Like, imagine thinking of this, like, five years ago. Like, this wouldn't happen. Yeah. No, it was, like, it was very much, oh... We yeah. might get together in a basement with one friend, and, right? Like yeah. it's. Yeah. This is very much what we were all hoping for well, year like, one. We were. We used to operate in the legacy market, and like just like, at at points, I was driving around with a lot of product, and I was just like, there's like constant paranoid fear. You're just driving around doing your business, but you just there's like paranoia there, right? So like, it's like just the fact. Four years later, I could just openly do my business. I'm out at a conference. I'm able to set up a booth. 
there's a structure for educational sampling, so like people can have samples, but they're not they're not misused there for educational purposes to understand the products better. Like we've come pretty far. It's pretty awesome. Well, and the fact that. Our focus here is education, product knowledge. How are we going to get this information from the LPs to the... Like, that's all we were talking about is education, how to connect. And yes, there's the marketing and the, the, the dollar sign conversation that needs to happen within any business, but that's not what the people that are passionate and careful in the industry are focusing on. For sure. It's how can I learn more? How can I get more exposure? How can I move out of a butt-tending spot into a better-paying industry position that's a career move, not a part-time bud-tending spot at Canna Cabana, Fire and Flower. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you can still, the trick is, if you have that passion for bud-tending, is find those pieces that fit together in your life and do it like two, three times a month because it really fills the soul to be able to still have those conversations with consumers. Like, I stopped bud-tending bud -tending for a while and I missed it just so much. Like, it's, it's a special, special job for sure. The, the only thing that's saving me from missing the bud tending is connecting like this and being able to support a larger community of people who reach out. So I still get that brain activation. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it's it's there. But I miss seeing my regulars who would come seniors. in. The seniors. It's the seniors it, That's for exactly me. it. The like, regulars who are looking for relief. Mm -hmm. And you, get, and you're, you see them come in and you light up because you're like, ah, I got something that'll work. And you see them come in with a smile yep. the next time being like, I finally yeah. fucking slept. Like, That's exactly it. Like yes. the, the pre-excitement that you have while you go and you do the unboxing because you're not sure what's coming in order. Yeah. You pull out the box and you're like, ah, yeah. that's not even going on the shelf. I'm just putting it in the stock because in two hours... Robert's coming in the store. Yeah. You'll buy this. Oh, well, you, you don't even need him. to call him. He knows. Thursday at 4 o'clock, you yeah. come in. Our orders yeah. are done. We have what you want set aside for you. Like, <coughs> there is certain customers where I would not even... I'm like, don't even put it on the menu. Yeah. If special. we need to, we'll print the menu off again afterwards if he doesn't buy the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He asked for it. We'll give him the first crack. Yeah. That's amazing. That's More times than not, they've come in and bought the whole box mm -hmm. plus something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's that's where I think we have, like, especially in Ontario, such a there's such a vibrant independent retail um, like network here. Like, I mean, this this whole event is about like supporting the more of the independent stores and. And, you know, like, Paula Flowers coming next week, it's more bigger box stores and brands focused, right? But this is, like, the grassroots here, right? And it's very vibrant here in Ontario. Yeah. I, that's, we always want better, but, you know. The one thing vibrant. I can say being in Ontario and, and living in Alberta, coming out here, you guys have so many events that you get access to. Like, it is unbelievable. And it's and it's not just the legal events. Like, the yeah. amount of legacy and <laughs> illicit events that are still going are unbelievable. Was, and then you've got re reservation access. Yeah. And it's just the amount of cannabis here is unbelievable. And it's totally different experience than in Alberta, right? How was, how was Kind? Because I know Kind did a Alberta thing, right? It was, I wasn't there, but... It was like, a very good first event in Alberta because it was nice. the first event after sampling. Was there those so, it okay. was a, it was the first time they were allowed to do sampling uh, after legalization in Alberta, so it was kind of a hair trigger because you were concerned how AGLC was going to react. You were going to you were concerned about how Cal Health Canada was going to react, but they pulled it off very well for the nice. first event. That's there were okay. things that I think they could improve on, but it was the first event. If there wasn't, yeah, it would be mind-boggling. Very sure. rarely it does the first event go flawless. Yeah, yeah. It's. It was a very good first event. It was a lot more of a 
bud tenders show up, they did their lap, they got their samples, they went down, smoked, and took off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would I prefer to have something to keep them engaged for about four <laughs> hours, half a day? Absolutely. Yeah. I think there could have been stuff in the consumption lounge to keep activation engagement, PK sessions, hosted not, and that's a big thing I'm... I've brought up, I'm like, I wish there's PK sessions in here that aren't hosted by LPs, where it's yeah, yeah, yeah. the LP finds somebody that reps their brand or can at least knowledgeably talk about the product and have them do PK sessions in here with four or five people. Yeah. And then you get somebody else to come and do it. And it's not so much a, we're here to talk about the product, it's we're here to come have a chat and we're just going to highlight this while we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the conversion with con- like those type of interactions would be so much more genuine and legitimate than an, a rep sitting down with a group of 20 people here trying yeah, to do yeah. it, right? No, That's why sure. this dab bar works so well that Fido and Endgame has set up. You just walk up and you ask so them what dope. you want. Yeah. There's no pressure. There's no, yeah. here, let me give you my spiel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Just try the shit. It's the same with you guys. Walk, it's just, do you want to try some of the oil? Here's the information yeah. on what you can try. This is how do you we want make more? it. Yeah. Yeah. If you want more, you engage. If not, yeah. For Try sure. the oil, give you your feedback, and move on. That's Not every product's for every store, for every consumer, and there's a market for so many different things, and, uh, you know, some people appreciate what you do, some people don't, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just it's just about finding your tribe and just and working with it. Oh, exactly, and as we say that, we've got the Toro walking yeah, around I, handing I, out <laughs> joints, right? And there you go. She might make her way over here, she might not. Maybe I could... My, my voice is getting a little parched, so I'm yeah. gonna probably step out. I'm gonna try to get Dylan here. Yeah, for you absolutely. Too. If you wanna, if you wanna step out, if anybody uh, wants to, if you wanna, yeah, grab anybody and point them our way because I smoked right before. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to let the voice breathe now. I'll yeah. hear about. Yeah, no worries. That, this one's kind of set up to be kind of a rotating ah, seat, so it. I'm okay with that. Yeah, looks like the, the joints didn't come over here yet, but I'm pretty sure those might be the Donair crushes. Have you tried those ones yet? I haven't tried. Um, she gave me one on Tuesday, but any of the good stuff that I get from here samples, they go in a bag, they get put in my kit. My yeah, because you want to like, yeah. I fly it I home, it. and then I'll actually use it on my live streams and content because the way I look at it is I'll bring my shit weed here. I'll smoke that because I'm smoking on mass. I typically don't know what it is that I'm smoking because I'll just pack you a You want to give the proper feedback. Exactly. Like, that's what it's for. And yeah. the way I look at it is because of I was located in such a northern area, everyone's talking about, oh, there's so many samples. There's so many samples. Bullshit. I'm going to straight up say bullshit. There's I a came lot out of from samples. Ottawa. There's a lot of samples uh-huh. in... I'm sure there's a lot of samples in Toronto. I'm yeah. sure in chunks of Ottawa, there's a fair bit there, of samples. There's some events going on that are sampling, but you don't... Well, it's not I, happening, obviously, as much as Toronto. So and, when you're out here, you want to take advantage. And I just mean even reps coming by and providing samples. Mm. Because I lived in a community that the reasons the rep came up were to visit me. And the stores benefited because of that. I was a friend with the rep, so it's one in maybe a dozen... We get phone calls and that's about it. Like yeah. it was, it was bad. 